This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash SBFVGS. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 119. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the Platinum Perry Master. (laughs) (laughs) I am playing Sekiro, and it's very fun. And he parries like the Dickens, I I might say. (laughs) He posted all over Twitter. All over everyone. All over everyone's Twitter. (laughs) All everyone's Twitter. Got everywhere. <laughs> and that other voice you're hearing is David, vacation boy, Tate. Yeah, more like staycation boy. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm so jealous. Yeah, I just took a week off. I needed, uh, it's almost sort of like a mental health week. I just needed mm-hmm. to like chill out and relax. And, um, well, I'll talk about what I've been playing, uh, when we get to that section. So, yeah, cool. yeah, good times. That's awesome. Yes, yeah, so the Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover Podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. But first, what are you gentlemen playing at? Uh, I would like to start since I'm on staycation. Mm-hmm. Um, and you'd think my list would be very long since I'm on staycation. But in fact, no, uh, I've mostly been playing StarCraft Two. This is wild. On Why this staycation. <laughs> So, yeah, how did this happen? All right. So there is an expansion of the campaign of StarCraft Mm -hmm. II that I have never played. It came out in 2015 um, Mm -hmm. and I was like deep into like overtime learning how to do my new visual effects job uh, back then. And so I just didn't have any time for it. Um, I was also probably really addicted to Destiny at the time, too. So, oh, my gosh. So anyway, I never played it. So of the two, there are three campaigns for StarCraft II, and of the three of them, I've played one and a half of them. So, oh, okay. okay. Yeah, so yeah. I started with the first campaign, which took a lot longer than I was expecting. We're recording this the Thursday into my five-day staycation, so... I have one day left to play StarCraft all day, and uh, <laughs> I've only beaten the first campaign and, like, a few missions of the second oh, campaign, no. so I'm not looking good. It's not looking good to, for me to finish <laughs> all three of them on the staycation, but I'm trying. I'm going to try really hard. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just got to the Kerrigan campaign. So there's three. There's the Protoss, Zerg, and... Uh, I'm sorry. There's the Terran, Zerg, and Protoss. I'm, on the, I'm in the Zerg one right now, and uh, it's really... Mm. Man... It's hard. It, I didn't remember how good the story is in it. Like, oh, okay. I was not because ex- you don't think about that. Yeah, you know those kinds of games for story. Usually. No, not, not usually. at all. No. no, like when I had the games and was playing them the most, I was mostly playing like head to head, like with with friend of the show Nick or or Eric. Um, mm-hmm. with the handsome faced and, uh, <laughs> so that's what I did most of the time when I was playing Starcraft two, but like I played the campaign once I played the first campaign, like back in 2010 
And so I don't remember oh, okay. anything Gosh. that happened in that. Yeah. Or no, 2009, actually. It's been 10 yeah. years. Um, so, yeah, I had no idea what happened. So it's all it's like really fresh. It's really fun. Um, although I have to say one last thing. The last mission of the first campaign is way too hard. Like I breezed on through every other mission in normal mode. <laughs> and it took me like four attempts to beat the last mission uh, of the first campaign. And I actually ended up <laughs> cheating a little bit because I was just like, you know what? This, oh is taking, this is taking me like two and a half hours. I don't want to. David. Yeah. You cheated not only the game, but yourself. <laughs> you didn't grow. You didn't improve. You took a shortcut and gained nothing. <laughs> you experienced a hollow victory. Nothing was risked. And nothing was gained. <laughs> oh my it's gosh, sad that you don't know the difference. <laughs> what just happened to me? So we are definitely going to come back to that. Hey, that, that. That's a thing we're going to come back to. And data, especially if you don't know what it is, this is going to come back to you in a very good way. Okay, that's great. I promise. Uh, um, good. But uh, <laughs> so I, uh, I, in my defense, I beat it once uh, ten years ago. So yeah, well, that, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I take it all. I take it all. Oh, back. Okay, good. Uh, and then, so I've also <laughs> played a little Destiny Two, or not, not Destiny Two. Sorry, the Division Two. Um, getting really close to raid ready because the raid comes out at the end of this month. So I'm just kind of like mm -hmm. doing my daily missions and gearing up a little bit. Um, Very nice. And then, oh, also I've been playing Fortnite with my 12 year old nephew, which has been a very ah, fun. Okay, so. I was on Discord early this week and I knew you were on vacation and I saw yeah. you were playing Fortnite and I was like, what in the world? <laughs> <laughs> why is he playing Fortnite? Like, why are you leading him astray, David? That's my no, question. He, why why, so haven't, why haven't you led him to Apex? Here's yet? the thing. Right, he he doesn't have a like a PS Vita. He doesn't have a Nintendo Switch. He has a PS4, but when he's not home, he can't play it. And also most of the time he can't play because his mom or his dad is watching TV. You know what I mean? So uh, like Fortnite. So sad. He can play on his iPad, you know? Okay, he can play Apex on his iPad through no. the iOS app that remotes to his PS4. There you go. With touchscreen controls. Play, baby. Oh, Remote man. Play. <laughs> yeah. You gotta teach him. You gotta teach him better, David. I Come on. will have to... In, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if that's viable. Like, Fortnite was has <laughs> controls designed for mobile, you know what I mean? No, like, it, it would be awful. I yeah. would not recommend it. It would be pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, I've been playing a little Fortnite with my nephew, and that's been really fun. He can't voice chat. His parents don't let him turn on voice chat, so he, like like emotes at me and it's it's pretty oh, amazing nice. <laughs> um so anyway I'm, I'm having a good time and cool. uh yeah it's been a great Sweet. week i'm living my best life oh man Hashtag nice. blessed. that sounds glorious i i'm taking my birthday week off this year Ooh. um because we do in my house we do the birthday week of course mm -hmm. yeah um and so that means usually you can kind of pick when it starts and stops you usually have you know you have one weekend where you're you're living it up all weekend and then somewhere within the week previous or after is your actual birthday day. Right. Um but you get a week of like calling the shots, picking the movies, picking the restaurants. You open one present a day Hanukkah style. It's going to be great. <laughs> Hanukkah so, style. <laughs> yeah. So, um but yeah, this year, this first year I've ever done it, I'm taking the whole week off of work so my reign of terror can be complete. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be great. So Sounds yeah, I'm wonderful. looking forward to that. That's a, that's a beginning of June. So nice. I, your your staycation 
I'll soon be uh, imitating. You have so any uh, any excited. plans for what you'll be playing during that yet, or is it too soon to know? Like maybe there's some. I guess it depends if I can beat Red Dead before that or not. Okay. Otherwise, I'll probably try to beat Red Dead during for nice. three weeks. Nice. Is that it? Is it? Wait, oh, wait. Yeah. Is that what you've been? Playing? Oh, so yeah. So this is what you're maybe playing. Do you want? <laughs> that's what. That's what I shall, shall soon be playing. Okay. Uh, so basically. Um, over the past uh, two weeks, a lot has happened, guys. A lot has happened. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I, of course, celebrated our 13th anniversary. Oh. It's crazy. Crazy. Congratulations. Yeah, that's been, thank you. Thank you. It's been a baker's dozen worth of years. How and, is that um, possible? I was at your wedding. That was, a, how was that 12 years ago? 13, 13 years, ago. years ago. I'm sorry. Baker's yeah. dozen. I don't remember how that works. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't seem like it's been that long at all. No. But yeah. So anyway, so we did that and we went off to Las Vegas to celebrate just the, just, uh, the wife grounds. and I. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And so the first part of what I was playing was all there <laughs> in Las Vegas. They have the most expensive video games, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs> but sometimes you get a partial refund. And and this time I did, I got, I won $43 that final night. So yeah. So basically we played, um, there's, we, I didn't really play, usually I'm a kind of a blackjack guy, mm-hmm. but this time I was just, you know, we were just hanging out. So just played a few slots here and there we didn't we didn't really gamble a lot wow. but um but goonies has a oh. slot machine oh. see now i have I to was, go play it right and i was walking by and i hear slot like hey you go <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh gosh i have to play it now and i was thinking well you know how great would it be to be able to because you never want to have won a bunch of money on like oh yeah i was playing the sex in the city slots <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, you never, you never want to have to tell people that. So, um, so yeah, I was thinking, how wonderful would it be? Like, yeah, chunk, chunk's little face like filled up the line, and I won like two hundred dollars or whatever. That's you know? yeah. So, so but however, yeah, Goonies, Goonies was very bad for my wallet. Oh <laughs> no, one, all the draw, just, all the draw, like um, um, slot machines are like i i every time i played like indiana jones or like one of the like yeah. really super cool ones like i never ever got any money back it was always like the dumb lame old slot machines and i don't know what yeah, that is like i don't know why yeah so so i played that um I, I kept losing on that one so i was like forget this uh i found a james bond one oh. that one was really cool looking it had like had like three places where you could sit and had a big tv on top that had the 007 logo and then and then so while you're playing of course james bond is already all about gambling right sure sure so so as you're as i was playing i think i spun it twice and then all of a sudden like the second one was all these chips started showing up and i got this enormous bonus on like 10 free spins Whoa. And I ended up winning like 30 bucks off of that. Nice. One. Yes. Sweet. Did, so which then, James Bond was it? Or was yeah, it was all uh, That was Thunderball. Okay. okay. So old Sean Connery. Okay. James cool. Bond. So then, um, so yeah, then we, I cashed out of that one and we went over to the Lord of the Rings one. Oh. Lord of the Rings is awesome. That one's amazing. <laughs> Cause it's like every, all the slots are so high tech now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, there's like, so you hit it and then it goes to the top screen. There's like Whoa. a regular screen you're looking at. And then the upper screen where like you get the bonus. So I got that Yeah, and it's spinning like crazy. And it's like, Oh, you Frodo free spins. And like, so we, we won all kinds of money on that one. <laughs> oh, is that Frodo's last name? Frodo Freespin, yeah. or maybe it's his middle name because his last name is Baggins. So Frodo yeah, Freespin's Baggins. Is his... That's that's in the appendices, uh-huh. if you like. <laughs> <laughs> I love so it. Anyway, yeah, had a great time in Vegas. Um, and then, but when we got back, 
Um, ended up playing some more Apex Legends. Oh. Played with uh, my buddy Jeremy. Friend oh, of the nice. Show. Yeah. Yeah, I feel bad. Every um, time then, I'm on and he's on, he sends me a bunch of invites, but I'm usually either full up or like just having like one on one bro time because my brother and I play Apex together. It's like kind of yeah, how, we, how yeah. we hang out, you know? So, um, mm-hmm. so anyway, I, Jeremy, if you listen, if you're listening, I'm sorry I haven't accepted any invites. I will one of these days when I hop on and I have, you know, some time. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, very he, was, sorry. he was helping me get good. Yeah. So, did you guys get any wins? Yeah, so- no, no. no have you ever won? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, I have not won yet. Wow. I need, I need you guys. I need to ride your guys' coattails to victory. Yeah. Well, if we uh, ever end not, up playing together, I've never been. I'm gonna be yeah. streaming it. it. We're just gonna. It's okay. gonna have to be streamed oh, for sure. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So I mean, I've never been super great at like competitive multiplayer first person shooters, but you know, I, I like them. I still have well, fun. Well, Mike and I but, can carry you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Spider Man, I hopped into DLC number three because oh, nice. I still have not beaten that. So, mm, so happy. played a bit more of that. I'm gonna finish that one up. Maybe maybe I'll finish that one up tonight after the show. Oh, it's a good one. Who knows? Who knows? And then uh, and then Kingdom Hearts three. We've been playing some more of that. We've made it to the Tangled Land. Oh, out of the arduous Toy Story Land. Okay, so, so you still haven't gotten that full uh, Let It Go performance yet. Then we're still no, we're still not wait yet. E- ETA well, on that. I cannot so, wait. So how many lands have you guys hit? Uh gosh. So that would be one, two, three. I think four. And there's these little space parts in between. Oh so. yeah, with the gummy ship. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good time. Yeah, okay. it's, it's cool. charming. It's charming, but very confusing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a good Square Enix game should exactly. be. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Michael. Yes. What have you been playing? Uh, so uh, the Wednesday last week, I think it was, uh, mm-hmm. uh, David and I actually hopped in and played some Jackbox, which mm-hmm. it's, it's been oh, a while. Yeah. We had a good time. Yeah, we uh, streamed it. It was. Uh, yeah, we did. We had a really good time. Yeah, a lot of fun. Um, I've almost got like my new rig kind of set up that I can start like kind of hosting those games. So fingers crossed yeah. that's going to happen here real soon. Very cool. Um, but other than that, I have just been playing whenever I get my hands on it. Sekiro. Yeah. <laughs> so last episode, I got how, how challenged. far are you? You know, I don't know. I'm I'm trying really hard not to Google a bunch of stuff about that game. Oh, so, okay, fair enough. Uh, so you've beaten like how many big bosses? Though we'll say. Uh, I would say one, two, three. Big four, boss. Five. I'd say at least <laughs> six bosses for sure. So big like every, every time, yeah, because there's tons of mini bosses in big the game, boss. um, which you can always tell because they're just they're insanely hard Meryl. to kill, and they have like more than just a single life bar. Metal uh, Gear, and they're usually hyper stylized. <laughs> like you'll know when you see one, right? But the like an actual boss, um, when you when you kill a boss, that's like your opportunity to actually do the closest thing to to what Sekiro has and leveling up your character. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, by beating like the mini bosses, um, and occasionally you can find them scattered around. You get like little beads, and every four beads mm-hmm. you can like up your your life bar. No, oh, but okay. you can only cool. up your attack power by by uh, beating bosses. Oh, um, okay. So when do you it, fight it, the Lale Lule Lo? I don't know. <laughs> not I, I don't know how far in the game I he's am. Not, not Googling. He's not gonna, I'm not Google, gonna Google spoilers. Um <laughs> so I don't but, know why uh, I mean, so many metal gear solid <laughs> I don't know either. Because <laughs> he said the word boss. Big boss. Um, he kept saying big boss, and that's yeah. solid uh, snake, right? No. So yeah, I'll I'll hopefully be able to finish that game um pretty soon and, and give it a review for it. But I will say at this point, I've probably put like twenty hours into it. 
Um, okay. And I'm like super in love with that game. It's it's absolutely awesome. my favorite from software title um, to date. Wow, very cool. Um, even more than Bloodborne, which I really loved. So um, how many have you played now? Bloodborne and this and what else? I I played Demon Souls. And Demon Souls. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think I played the first Dark Souls, and it just. Oh. Demon Souls, you know, well, wasn't really my thing. I think I put like 20 something hours into it. And then I was like, OK, I've seen what this has to offer. I'm I'm kind of done with it, though. That's very um, generous for a game that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that I don't like it, but uh-huh. it wasn't it wasn't engaging me enough either through gameplay or through story to keep playing more to gotcha. see what else the game was in there for. So I had fun with my 20 hours and, and then I was just done with the game. I see. And, yeah. and that's how kind of Dark Souls was, too. I started off in that game and it was just not really grabbing me um in in the right way uh to keep me playing for longer so same mm. thing kind of put some hours into it then moved on and then bloodborne um was almost the same i i played bloodborne and then kind of gave up on it and came back like months and months later mm-hmm. um to finally oh, play okay. it again and then for whatever reason the second time it just clicked like what everyone was saying about how great bloodborne was i, I couldn't figure out the first time whatever it was the second time around, maybe I was just in a better mood or something, but, <laughs> yeah. um, but yeah, it was, it was super fun the second time. And then I ended up platinum in that game because I was having so much fun with it. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I plan on platinuming Sekiro as well. I'm really in love with that game. Oh man. Oh man. Oh boy. Yeah. But that's it. That's the plat- all I'm The platinum parry master. Well, I hope so. Here. Now here's, here's the problem. If it's anything like Bloodborne, um, that means unless I do a little cheating with, with like offloading a save file, I'm going to have to beat that game at least four times. Oh my so, gosh. Uh, have fun. Yeah. That was the one, that's the one thing that got, yeah. that got spoiled for me. It got spoiled for me on Twitter. I was like scrolling to my feed and I guess there's like a, there's multiple endings to that game and mm. I guess it's at least four. And some folks were like, oh, you're just like Bloodborne. You may have to make a backup of your save. Um, if you <laughs> oh, don't want to okay. play the game four gosh. times in a row. <laughs> Oh my goodness. <laughs> Starfox underscore good underscore luck dot mp3. Okay. Good luck. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an internet meme where you like list a file name that okay, you, like not, the person yeah, knows. I get yeah, it. you get I'm it. Not how, it. How, David, you're so computer. I am very computer. <laughs> Help computer. <laughs> uh, read, read me some news. All right, so it's time for the news. Um, well, I guess I should say it the right way. It's time for the news. Oh, very good. So remember, you can submit news stories for discussion on the show at our subreddit at sbfegs.reddit.com. Where uh, let's see, let's and see. And also, got, if, if you we, don't want to submit, hang on. If you don't want to submit. You can also just upvote on your favorite ones. So, oh, so true. Yeah. So, so, so we know true. what you want us to talk about, and then Adam will go ahead and ignore it and talk about whatever he wants. So it's great. I'll talk about the <laughs> ones that I want to talk about. <laughs> All right. So I, I, I know we have we have quite a few Twitter questions. So I'm going to keep the news to the top three. Okay. Again. Okay. Top I'll three believe it when I see it, but okay. Go ahead. So this one comes courtesy of Top Newsman Ultima Kills. Oh yeah. Good man. The top newsman. Uh, Good Skyrim top Grandma. Newsman. Skyrim Grandma Shirley Curry will be an NPC in the Elder Scrolls 6. That's really cool. I love I it. actually really like that. <laughs> I love Skyrim Grandma. If you're not familiar, this lady play has been playing Skyrim like for hours every day for the past what, 10 years now or something. <laughs> However long it's been out, I guess. Yeah, since it came out, she's been playing Skyrim. And so now Skyrim Grandma is 
is famous, be, and now she's going to be in Elder Scrolls yeah, Six. I, I think that's uh, is she still around? Is, is she is she still kicking? Oh, I hope so. Gosh, uh, we'll, we'll pray. We'll we'll pray. I for just Shirley. hope that she lives <laughs> to see herself in the game. She's eighty two. Uh, she's got well, some time, probably. She's Finger, got fingers plenty crossed. Time. Yeah, plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next story here. This is Microsoft coming out swinging. Oh okay. yeah. And I think this is pretty, pretty smart. So Microsoft to combine the Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live into a $14.99 a month subscription. It's so cool. what is that? That gives that gives you basically Xbox Live and then Game Pass half price, right? Yeah. If you were to basically that's the deal. But the only thing, okay, so the Game Pass deal was great the year they announced it and it like when it came out, um, because at that point in time, they were releasing every game, every mm-hmm. Microsoft published game was being added right to Game Pass right off the bat. So that made Game Pass mm-hmm. a really good deal. But now Microsoft has said, if you go back and read our our wording on that, we only said we were going to be putting every game com- uh, put out that year on game pass oh, oh no oh, man so there's already a oh, game coming a out that's not going to be on game pass um oh what is it which is uh the halo master chief collection on pc is not going to be oh. on game pass oh okay huh. well so i i just took to the calculator because i wanted to make sure as my my brain math was was correct sure okay. but brain fifteen dollars fifteen dollars a month times 12 is 180 isn't Xbox Game Pass nine ninety nine a month right now? Mm, I don't know. So it's the exact same price no. as just paying twelve months of Game Pass plus sixty dollars of Xbox Live. So am I? Is that correct? So Game Pass is nine ninety nine ninety nine a month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and the monthly price of Xbox Live is well, not monthly. I guess if you were to pay for a year, though, of each. Well, if that's different, they always give you a discount for a year of each. This is a monthly is, price. I thought it is, isn't it still sixty though um, for a year? It's sixty of Xbox for Live? a year, but you can also get it for nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. So yeah, if you yeah. get Xbox Live and Xbox Game Pass monthly, you are lo- you're shaving five dollars off now. Because oh, instead okay. of $20 right. a month for both, it's $15 True. a month. And w- do we know the annual price for that rolled into yeah, one? Yeah, I'm curious if there is an annual yeah, price. Yeah, at least the monthly they've... that I've seen. So it uh, is a discount if you're going off the monthly uh, model. Okay. Yeah. All right, for sure. that's, that's, that's good. But I was just thinking, if you're going to buy it by the year, it's the exact same price. Yeah. <laughs> so you might as well not not make any big yeah, changes I, to I your life. I already have Xbox Live and Game Pass through 2020 at this point. So, But, you know, if you're going to subscribe to both, mm-hmm. like pretty much all the time, and you'd rather have it be a, month, a monthly thing, kind of like a Netflix bill, instead of, you know, instead of having to come up with the money. Right. You know, yeah. for once a year for Xbox Live. That makes sense. Yeah, sure. I can get behind this. Yeah. I approve. Some people can't afford to do the the lump sum, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, in the most consequential of all the news items, I'm adding one. I'm adding oh, one. Oh, okay. There is an Indiegogo campaign started for a PS Vita dock. <laughs> a dock that lets you it. turn your PS Vita into a Switch, basically, <laughs> by giving you the ability to easily pick up games on the big screen. 
I'm kind of curious to see where this goes. You can play your outdated console that no longer has any games coming out for it on your big screen. It's great. I here's here's the wild thing: the PlayStation Vita TV was already out, right? Already a thing. Yeah, it's already a thing. So you can already play Vita games. Oh, that's true. On your TV, and you can get a Vita TV for like dirt cheap. Oh yeah, you just go on eBay or something like that. They're crazy cheap. You probably get one for like twenty bucks. Oh yeah. wow! Probably the cost of this dollar. Why? <laughs> then why? Why do you? I don't know. That's <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I guess just to make it more like a switch. Yeah. Wait. How? What are you going to use? I guess I'm I'm confused about this thing. Like, what are you going to use to actually control it? Because it, oh. it's not like you compare a PS3 controller to the Vita. Oh you know? my. I have no, I don't, I can't answer this question. Or maybe that's the, maybe that's the plan. Maybe this thing is going to be magic and let you like pair DualShock 3 or 4. Huh. Hmm. Seems like someone would have to read the news story rather than just the headline. Yeah, well. Your Vita has to be hacked and has to have a plugin called UVC Vita by Zerpy. Ah, okay. Mm. All right. I like it. Mm. I don't Mm. like it. At all. I don't hack my Vita. Yeah. Because I'm a law-abiding citizen. That's right. Amen. <laughs> all right. So last, but Wait. actually even more ah. important. So we are doing is, four, not three, like you said. Yeah, I added one. <laughs> I added one. The PSN name changes are live, baby. Yeah. So now the PlayStation blog has announced that now you can go onto the PlayStation store. You can change your ID. Mm-hmm. Now, there are some caveats. Yeah, I don't like these caveats at all. Are you guys aware of the caveats? Yes, I'm very much aware. All right, yeah, because, I mean, to me, I'm happy with my name. I was responsible when I chose my (laughs) person name. You know, I didn't choose, like like David is about to, um, (laughs) change it to um, Slippery Banana uh, 6969. (laughs) Oh, that's what I'm supposed to change my name to. Hold on. Slippery Banana 420... Oh, uh, oh yeah yeah 420 blaze at 16 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's gonna be david's new name and i feel like there are a lot of names out there like this For that sure. were chosen irresponsible irresponsibly so um but yeah i'm i'm cool with mine but i know that people some people are desperate right to get yeah. away from their old name yeah, yeah. if you if you don't care about online leaderboards that might get hosed and mm. you don't care about maybe some old games that uh you bought on ps3 and the dlc maybe not working anymore you know things like that mm-hmm. then you're probably fine but i can see they're a small you know piece of the audience that's probably going to be angry about some things if they change well, their yeah, name. and the, sure. some other things they're never releasing old usernames so if a username has ever existed you can never have it so that means all the good psn usernames are already taken as it is so yeah well, aside from Slippery Banana, 420 Blazes, <laughs> Touche. But, but most of the, most of the like, unique ones that don't have numbers are taken at this point. So here's a, okay. here's a fun anecdote. Uh, I actually did hop on the website to change my PSN name. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, oh, because you, you didn't know, want for, to be Taco underscore Douglas. Right. I was like, I'll just, you know, I'll just remove the underscore at this point. Yeah. Uh, it's, oh. it's a new, it's a new age. Uh, you don't have to <laughs> have underscores anymore. Underscoreless. Did someone, whoa, wait, wait a second. Did someone have Taco someone Douglas? Someone has Taco Douglas. There's a fake Taco <gasps> no! Douglas out there <laughs> with no underscore. Oh, no. So don't, don't be fooled. If you're playing online, you see Taco Douglas <laughs> and there's no underscore in between. That's a that's a dirty He's liar a right fake there. Fake taco. A dirty liar. Oh thief. my gosh! Yeah, because as we all know, it's all about taco underscore Douglas. Douglas. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. My heart was broken though. Wow. <laughs> oh, so sad. It is. Oh yeah. And that uh that about wraps up the news. I believe you mean the news. All right, now it's time for Mike Struggles to read the tweets. So we've got a lot of tweets. I'm going to get as many as I can. A uh, bunch of tweets. And that's all that depends. Awesome. We have plenty of time. That's going to depend on you guys. How quickly can you get through these? We'll Why does it have oh, we, to be a race, Mike? Where do you got to go? Where do you got to be? I have, roughly, I have roughly one hour of statements okay. to correspond <laughs> so with So you these record tweets. those post-podcast. I'll edit them in later. That could just be for I'll, the Patreon. I'll edit patrons. a link to your responses. <laughs> Okay, okay thank so you. first up, I feel like this question is going to have to be directed mostly at David. Oh, uh, oh because the Monster Closet. Right. Yeah, yeah, the Monster Closet wrote it and said, brutal question. I had asked for uh, brutally difficult, perfectly timed right. uh, questions. Um, yes. Brutal question, how do, how do Bioware fix Anthem? <laughs> how do? Uh, how do? How do? Um, I would say uh, more content more okay. more content better connection with the story better connection between the story and the action um mm. these are very expensive fixes but i think very necessary and we, you know now we we've the curtain has been pulled back a little bit um via that kotaku article about what ha- yeah. happened with anthem and like why like it makes sense now why the story and the the campaign mm-hmm. feels so disconnected. It's because yeah. the story wasn't even decided on until like, bef- like within a year of the game's release. And that's, it's insane. there's no way you can construct missions that go with the story if there's no story. So these missions yeah, were real. created without much story. In a vacuum. Yeah, in a vacuum. Yeah. So anyway, we need Bioware well, and, to and lock maybe, down their uh, stories sooner. Yeah. And maybe, maybe fewer glitches. That'd be a good yeah, thing, right? Th- I mean, again, that's something that comes with like yep. locking down your feature feature set before yep. a year <laughs> launch with before within a year yeah. launch of the game. Like, the, yeah, I think I mean, and really, really, they they need to let Bioware Austin do its thing. Well, yeah, right? because yeah, like, now it's all Bioware Austin running because it's game. it's it's now shipped to mm-hmm. them. Yeah, yeah. And, and Edmonton's working on you know Dragon Age presumably and and um, possibly yeah, like, which, which, yeah. And Dragon yeah, and Age Austin, got rebooted, so that's fun. Yeah, because <laughs> Austin is the studio that had more of that online experience, right? Yeah, they're right? The, like from Star Wars, the yeah, yeah, Star Wars tour yeah. people. So, fingers yeah, crossed, so, they've got some stuff up their sleeve. Uh, I don't know. I guess they can do story stuff because they did Swotor, so they, that has lots of story stuff in it. Um, yeah. So yeah, fingers crossed they can uh, they can bring it back. I mean, like, so if Anthem is still around within a year, um, and there's been there has been or there's an upcoming <clears throat> expansion on the way at that point. I feel good about the future of Anthem and and it's, you know, it's the state of it. Like people might be talking about it like they did with Destiny 1, mm-hmm. you know, like because that that game had the same problem where the story was rebooted yeah. several times throughout and still being rebooted within a year of its release. Like um, so. Yeah, if if they stick to the de- if they stop ignoring Destiny and start learning from what Destiny has already learned, 
Um, I, that, right. That's remember we were talking about that. Yeah. Like, why don't they just do what Destiny did? But I guess internally, right? They weren't they allowed to admit, talk about Destiny. Management didn't want to admit that it was going to be like Destiny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, they were like, "Don't yeah. forget everything you know about Destiny. We're gonna be this isn't Destiny." <laughs> yeah. It, <but> yeah. <laughs> like, here's the thing: even if it's not Destiny, it still can learn from what they learned in Destiny. And so yeah. I, they just need to like right. stop being in a vacuum. They're they're Bioware. That's great, but do like iterate don't just create again because you're bioware you know what i mean like if yeah. it, it if, if it's already been solved don't try to solve it again so yeah. anyway unless it needs it like they did yeah. with apex legends like that's an example of a game that did not exist in a vacuum um mm-hmm. they looked at all the different things that uh battle royales had done they took the best parts of all of them and added really cool new stuff to it and yep. that's yeah. what made Apex such a good game. So, and now Fortnite's copying all of those innovations. So, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Fortnite's like, I mean, Fortnite's like Facebook at this point. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and Apex is like, you know, I don't know, Periscope or yeah. whatever. Yeah. That's a pretty good analogy actually. <laughs> okay. Um, that's good. So how, well, was that short enough, Mike? Was I too long? No, it was super long. Well, was, that, was that short enough for you? <sighs> <laughs> Everyone's a critic. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) Brad Carney wrote in and said, uh, what do you think would win or who do you think? Sorry. Who Mm. do you think would win in a fight of all the mascots from Sony, Microsoft and Nintendo? All of them. Who's the most powerful mascot? Okay. First of all, Mm. we need to establish some mascots. Um, what are some Sony mascots? You got got Mario. Okay. Yeah. You got super Mario. Yeah. Mario. Why are you guys saying Ma- Mario? <laughs> That's how you pronounce this. You're from you're from New York. You should know. This. I have a friend whose name is Mario, and he will correct you if you try to call him Mario. <laughs> okay, so you know, but that's not Mario. That's a different guy. This is. I'm pretty sure it's the same this guy. Is, right. This is Super Mario, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to argue right. with this. So yeah, we, there's there's Master Chief. Okay. There's Marcus Phoenix. Right. I even threw Laura Croft in <laughs> okay. there oh, as, as like an Xbox kind oh. of. Well, uh, she's, she's kind of uh, universal. She used to be Sony, I feel like. She's and PlayStation. Same, and same if anything, it's a Square uh, Enix. So, yeah. Same with Crash Bandicoot, though. Like, uh, Crash Bandicoot was a Sony mascot. Now it's kind of a mascot now, everywhere. Now, what about sure, Cloud? Sure. Or, like, was his name Cloud from Final yeah. Fantasy yeah, yeah. Cloud. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. What about it, now? So, what, so far, now you, guys, you guys are listing a lot of mascots that do not belong to any of these companies. Fat Princess. Well, it, they don't. So ma- the funny thing with mascots, though, is a lot of times they don't necessarily belong to the yeah. company, but they still like Crash was always in particularly in Sony's case. They have a lot of third party mascots. Yeah, uh, Parappa, who's on your Parappa, who's on your hat up here. Yeah, yeah. Kratos. How about Zelda? Can, can Link be uh, a, a, a Nintendo? mascot okay yeah, sure yeah. Why not? what about captain falcon Don- donkey kong and samus yeah okay basically so- the think of the cast of smash brothers okay. against like the cast oh, of what is that uh, game? Okay, so it's uh, smash Bros. versus playstation, PlayStation all-stars battle royale yeah and then playstation all-stars <laughs> and then, battle royale. Master and, chief. Then, and then master chief <laughs> and add master chief and, and marcus phoenix, phoenix and a, and maybe a car maybe a pirate <laughs> like a, like a, a pirate? really great looking car a great looking car pirate, like sea of thieves style yeah. yeah yeah okay so here's here's my take on okay. this okay hit me with it 
Well, okay, if we're including Cloud, mm-hmm. I need to know what, go ma- ahead. what what materia does he have equipped? <laughs> oh David? my gosh. I, I can't answer this. I'm not this qualified. Kid wi- this kid very wildly. So, um, okay, I, I just got to go with Kratos. Kratos. Like, it, you get into rage mode in God of War mm-hmm. and, and just like beating the hell from, uh, you know, one of those bosses. Like, there's no one's going to stand up to that. <laughs> None of these jokers got anything right. on that. Um, and he's got that great beard now. He's got that great beard. A great beard. And he's got his boy backing him up. Mario doesn't have a beard. <laughs> and he's got no boys. That's well, true. He's got, I guess he's got Luigi, but oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I'm going to go with uh, Link. Link would win because okay. there Link. are 11 Links. So you just get all of those Links in there fighting together because they, they're all the same, but they're all there's 11 of them. I say... I say Kratos can take them you think, all. I'm pretty you sure. think one Kratos can fight eleven links? I'm sure the Greek take pantheon would uh, would let you know if they mm-hmm. could. Ha, wait, mm-hmm. should I go ask them real quick? I'm confused. You can't. They're all dead. <laughs> well, so then Link <laughs> wins. <laughs> I don't think you understood. <laughs> I really don't. You <laughs> did not play all the right, trilogy. So you you go with Link, Mike. What's is your answer? Also Kratos, oh, or you got Kratos. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Madman20 wrote two questions in. One of them is really, really close to another question we got from Ashley, though. So I'm going to skip to his second question. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Which is, um, let me kind of skip the uh, intro to this question and say, uh, how do you guys feel about Days Gone as it was hyped up during its initial release trailer and that hype died down as time went by? Could mm-hmm. it even be a contender for Game of the Year this year? <clears throat> so my answer to this yeah. question is, I wasn't hyped for days gone for its initial reveal i was like oh no it's another zombie fighting game i don't care yeah, sure, i don't sure. i don't need another i don't need to play there's been so many i don't need to play another one but like time has passed there haven't been a whole mm-hmm. lot of zombie games uh in that amount of time um and it's like state of decay 2 and a couple yeah but, but like nothing know. huge um yeah nothing this pretty yeah and and now <laughs> the more we see sure. of it the more we see the fleshed out like systems and the the world and the story like i'm actually mm-hmm. pretty interested now so i'm i'm yeah. more hyped now than i was when it was first announced and i feel like yeah. that game is going to come out at a really really good time yeah um it's out in just like a couple of weeks mm-hmm. um and, and the end of april right yeah at 26 i think yeah uh, and yeah, i can't comes think out on the 26 i can't think of anything else that's coming out like alongside of it avengers <laughs> Well, the Division Two raid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually seeing Avengers that day. I have my tickets wow. already. Oh, cool. Yeah, I gotta so get excited. out there and see it as soon as I can. Um, I'll see it, and then I'll I'll just like just I'll post just all the spoilers the by, on the internet by days gone. Oh, okay, it'll be a glorious day. Good. <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah, um, yeah, I, I I know what you mean. Like, what else? What other games could be game of the year contenders this year? You guys think so far? Uh, Sekiro, the, for sure. The Division 2? Yeah. Okay. Probably not, but... Just because you don't like the game doesn't mean it's not good, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that game I've never played. Yeah. I mean, and there's also a other, you know, a bunch of games that could still come out this fall that we don't know. No, no absolutely. You know. I, I, I so, think, though, at least, the, it's like, like Dave was say. saying, the newer trailers we've seen, the new content that we're starting to see come out of that game, the story reveals that are starting to come out, I think the the interest is starting to come back for Days Gone. Um, and I think it's coming out at a really, really good time. I think that game could do really well. 
Yeah, I mean, we'll have I to play so. it right when it comes out and see I think if it's, it's actually got some good. Space. But... Yeah, it's got some space yeah. to breathe. Um, I mean, oh man, hang on, yeah. Resident Evil Two, Devil May Cry Five, yeah. <clears throat> uh, Kingdom Hearts Three? Question mark. Um, oh, Doom Eternal's coming out this year. Mm. Mm. Apex mm. Legends mm. could be the game of the year if it stays strong. There's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Ashley who wrote knows? In who knows and asked if you could pick only one video game to play from now until the end of time, Oof. which game would it be and why? <sighs> that's a oh, tough that's one. so difficult. I get bored. You only get one. I know. Yeah. There's, there's nothing you're going to play. That's not going to get old eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Unless, I mean, unless it's uh, what's that game that Mike plays all the time? Is it Sekiro? No, I'm in a mood right <laughs> What's now. What's the game the that Witcher? he's beaten so many times? Chrono Trigger. There's one. Final Fantasy VI. That's how many times have you beaten that one? Final Fantasy VI. Yeah. Uh, like once every two years since it came oh, out. Wow. Okay, that's a lot. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I think. You know, I, you know, my instinct is to go with something massive, right? Some massive game where you can just comb this enormous world and do everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a Skyrim, you know, those kinds of games. But yeah. you heard it I here. Adam in... wants to play Fallout 76 for the rest of his life. <laughs> Eventually, though, you would <laughs> see everything I... if you're playing it till the end of time. Yeah. Yeah. So what I what I keep coming back to is a game that's evergreen, more simple. And so I'm going to go with Dr. Mario wow. on this one. That, that oh, game that's to me so good. Is, a, is, a, is a timeless delight. Yeah. Like I, I just fired it up the other day and it's just as good as it always is. It is, is a really good you know? game. And you can play two player, which is very important mm. because, you know, you dump on each other. Everyone gets angry. It's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. So that's a good answer. That's, that's answer. a very good answer. I, I was thinking something... So this could bite me. I was thinking something like Apex Legends um, because mm. uh, it will be iterated on. It's always different. It'll be yeah. it'll be different. I mean, but here's the problem. What if the game eventually dies and I just have to keep queuing into matches that don't get any people because the, no one's playing it? <laughs> like That would be it's like torture. Drive Club. It's like trying yeah. to play Drive Club now. <laughs> exactly. So... Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to, so I don't sad. think I'm going to actually pick Apex Legends. I think I'm going to pick, um, Super Mario World. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I really like, I've played that game a lot. Um, yeah, it's a good game. And it's just all the different, it's fun. And I feel like I could still have fun with it, you know, even when I'm a hundred, if I live that long. And think, yeah. And think about like the level of mastery. Yeah. You'd be like one of those speed runners, you know, just like every bit of every level memorized yeah. it'd be pretty I think sweet it would be fun i i, I hope i'm right what about, about you mike <sighs> i mean there's never gonna be a world that i'm gonna enjoy games in and not be able to keep playing chrono trigger so i guess <laughs> i'm gonna have to pick that <laughs> okay chrono trigger it is okay you've uh, tuned into the old man show we've just changed the name <laughs> <laughs> they just don't make okay. games like they used to they really don't. That was me trying um, to do an old man voice, but I kind of failed at that. This is this is a fun one. I think you guys will like this. All right. Uh, Ryan Felton oh, man. and said, when would you guys like to see Jedi, the Fallen Order set, uh, if not announced already? And I don't I haven't looked into this one. I don't know if there's 
an announcement as far as like what time no, and sort of the timeline. Yeah, they're supposed to announce announce it on Saturday. Yeah, so, on Saturday, so right? when that podcast episode, comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when when this episode So everyone else will is know just recording, this is in the future, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So I think we could probably respond with our predictions as yeah. to what just got <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what just got revealed. So uh when do you think it'll come out sort of in the timeline? And do you want to see mm-hmm. returning characters or only new ones? Um, mm. And uh, he went on to say that Star Wars is probably the thing he's been a nerd about uh, the longest. Uh, that mm-hmm. and superheroes. That's his jam. Yeah. Okay. There you go. A wise man. Yeah. Wise I think man. This is some good picks. Um, I, I think typically with Star Wars, we, we get a bit of both, right? Old characters and new characters. Right. Even if it's like old characters, like done in a stupid way. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I don't like the prequels. There you go. Oh, man. But, so, um, yeah, so it, it looks like they're actually queuing up a series with this one. Oh. So I'm, it, I'm guessing there's probably going to be a, a decent amount of story involved. Cause it, if you look and I think, uh, Jonathan Dornbush over at IGN, kind of pulled the lid off this one but mm-hmm. the the way the press release is worded it says star wars jedi colon fallen order so it oh. almost like they're setting up a whole series like it could be star wars jedi even more <laughs> fallen order you know things like that like for star the sequel. wars jedi sure. and uh, order sure. restored you know yeah Ooh. and so <laughs> keeping the peace you know things like that yeah. but um but yeah like with that name I, it just makes me think of it does make me think of like the time, the fall of the Jedi kind of between the, uh, the second and third prequel mm. movies or, or maybe that between the third and yeah. Well, and, I'm going to uh, go ahead and tell and you the old trilogy. Um, the star Wars, uh, star Wars show. David, are you Googling things? No, the star Wars show on YouTube. They <laughs> confirmed that it takes place after episode three just yesterday. Ooh. So, Oh heavens. yeah. Apparently it was announced somewhere and they're like, yes, it's a, it takes place after episode three. And okay, that's my like guess. Episode, I guess that. After episode three, before episode four. Okay, that's my okay. guess. That'll be the first. So ever since Disney bought Star Wars, um, there has been very little uh, canonical stories set between three and before four. So... Like in video game land or in comics it, or, or altogether? altogether? And then there's been even huh. less between Return of the Jedi and... Um, um, I can't remember the force awakens. Um, there's been yeah. almost mm. nothing yeah, said yeah. in that time period. So it's mm. very interesting that interesting. they're leaving those periods blank. So I, I, yeah, I, I can't wait to see what, what, uh, res- what's it respawn. Yeah. What they do. Yeah, respawn. Yep. yep. Um, yeah. so I'm not a big star Wars guy, but I am excited that respawn is, is making this game. Yeah. And I'm also they're super good stoked. At video games. They are very good at video games and I'm stoked. It's in the unreal engine. Oh, we uh, know yeah. this. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's it's not in Frostbite, and it's not uh, in Source apparently, because that's what all source. of their games have been in. Um, yeah, it's an Unreal, and an Unreal, um, you know, the the modern or the current versions of Unreal mm-hmm. has like the most insane like particle effects in it, which <laughs> yeah, which be super dope for a Star Wars game. And and not only that, but they they've been doing a lot with uh, for the PC folk out there. Yeah, and yeah. for when PS Five and Xbox Two comes out, like all the ray tracing stuff. Oh I've been seeing. yeah, whoo. Yeah, Unreal, Unreal and Unity are both kind of like competing for top engine right now. I, I would say in, uh, mm. Unity is kind of more indie game friendly. Uh, they kind of have the mm. indie game yeah, market sure. like cornered, it feels like, Unity. For sure, um, yeah. And then Unreal is like where most of the AAA 
games that you're seeing are being made and like Fortnite is made in unreal um uh i'm totally blanking on everything else being made in unreal so it's a new star wars game apparently <laughs> apparently there's a new star wars yeah, game there's there i mean it's basically, basically all of them, all yeah. of them. <laughs> i the, this happens a lot when i start trying to list things on this podcast and then my Batman. brain just completely goes blank and that just happened so <laughs> the batman games i think were unreal oh yeah there's a ton of games yeah. Are oh unreal. yeah mm-hmm. uh so yeah I, i'm very excited about that um and um yeah i i just i just i can't i just i don't think it's coming out this year though because apex came out this year mm, yeah so sure yeah. well i mean apex might have been a smaller i mean it probably was but knows? like is Respawn big enough to release two games in the same year? Like, I feel like they've only been working on... I don't know how big on, Respawn is. I feel like they've only been working on this game for, like, a year. If I had to guess. To be, yeah. To my be mind's fair, though, telling me no. My mind's telling me no. But my body's <laughs> telling me yes. <laughs> so, something to keep in mind with that, and we'll get off this question uh, in a minute here, because it's turning into, like, a topic mm-hmm. on its own, right? But yeah. um, it's a cool subject, I don't know what yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But uh, Respawn um, was acquired by EA, I think, in 2017. Um, mm-hmm. So as uh, we were talking before with the uh, with the Anthem article that Jason Schreier wrote, we know that mm-hmm. EA has no problems like shuffling people from different studios over to wherever they're needed. So that's true. It's certainly mm-hmm. possible that if if uh, they needed a you know, few more hands to be working on the Star Wars game while they work on Apex Legends, that EA definitely could have shifted resources that way. Yeah. So it's certainly possible. I would love to see it come out this year, but you know. why? Why is it that um, that respawn doesn't have to develop on Frostbite when everyone else is being forced to? So, like the, it took Visceral down, right? It almost took Bioware Wait, down. Visceral was <laughs> like being why? forced to use Frostbite. Frostbite, oh yeah. My so they, they had the, that's why they ran into the same oh stuff. My this is this is kind of interesting because if if you actually read a lot of uh, interviews with, with a lot of these guys, they'll they'll never say they were forced to use Frostbite. Um, but there's a, a pretty, pretty well-known initiative with EA. They, they want yeah. everyone using the frostbite engine. Um, and so my, I suspect you have to like strongly be able to justify not using it. And in most cases, mm-hmm. if you've already started building something somewhere else, they probably still make you use frostbite. Wow. Um, but respawn, I believe, um, had already begun development on this star Wars game, um, prior to being acquired oh, by EA. And oh, so they, okay. They right. may have had a significant amount of work done and been able to show EA something really cool. And then EA was like, all right, tell you what, go ahead and keep going. We like what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. So, and interesting. hopefully it will not. I mean, I don't know how the best way to phrase this, right? Um, by 2017, when they were acquiring Respawn, I'm pretty sure they knew about their issues they were having with Anthem and they knew about the issues with Mass Effect Andromeda. Mm-hmm. And maybe they were a little more open, like, let's have just one game that's not Frostbite. Let's see how they do. Let's see how, <laughs> let's it just see how that I does. mean, Frostbite yeah. is like the best engine, but let's just see. I mean, it's it's a perfectly fine engine, apparently, for first person shooters, right? Because DICE uses it on, on Battlefield, Battlefield games, yeah, for sure. And it's great, I, right? I think, but, and it, but that's also well, a case it's great of for them because they, they made it. it. Yeah, so they know it in and out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Okay, coming to the end of these questions. <laughs> yes. uh, this is a really good one. You guys will be able to chime in quite a bit, I think. Uh, and I will less so. Uh, Roy Perez, thoughts on Reggie leaving Nintendo and the legacy he's leaving to Mr. Bowser. Uh, also, your favorite <laughs> thing about Reggie. Oh, man. Um, Roy wrote in, he said, I loved his ability at being a gifted speaker. Um, Mm. Everything the man said over the years were innovative, precise, and intelligent. Going to miss that the most. Yeah. Mm. 
Uh, I I'm gonna miss him just being a meme factory for sure. He was right? just <laughs> such a force of personality. Like he, yeah, he was so entertaining. He yeah, helped. Like Nintendo's starting to feel really dry and bland, and like, oh, what are they doing? I don't want. This is weird. Like, yeah, what happened? Why? Are, where's all their? Where's all their like drive? And then. Reggie mm. comes in and the first time you ever see him on stage, he's like, my name is Reggie fils I'm here to kick beep and play video games or something like that. And like <laughs> that, like on stage on a Nintendo like presentation, like everyone was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, like he was just <laughs> he, there. There are certain individuals, had, I think, yeah. that were just made like they have something innate in them that just makes them like amazing to be the face of mm-hmm. a company. Yeah. yeah. Um they they have kind of like an excitement about yeah, what the company so is doing excited that they about can, everything. Yeah. And 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 they can present that and they can get you excited about it and I, I think that's not everyone can do that obviously because mm-hmm. there's a lot of dry conferences out there. Mm-hmm. E3 is yeah. right in the corner you will see. Um PS4 Pro. Gosh, I don't even know how many upscales visuals. <laughs> visuals. <laughs> 4K resolution. Are you making fun of Sean Lady? HDR. <laughs> No, no, no. This is uh, or who is this? The PS4 Pro reveal. No, I know. I'm trying to think of who it was. Though. Uh, what's was his name? It. It's the guy. It's the guy who made Knack. What's his name? And the PS4 Pro uses checkerboard rendering. To- <laughs> Mark Cerny. Mark Cerny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. That's not. That's not a bad Mark Cerny. It's not a bad. You should break it's it out more often. The, the intonation is. It's not about the voice. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's apparently some kind of crazy. Yeah, exactly. Genius. He's a genius. He's not a tour de force he's personality like presentation guy. Yeah. guy like Reggie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, I there has been rumors that there's going to be a Nintendo Direct to like send him off, and they're going to announce crazy things. But the problem is like the source of the rumor isn't very like trustworthy. So I'm trying mm, very hard up to not rumor. get my hopes up for that. But like the yeah, rumors are I, I like Animal Crossing rumor. coming out. Like that day, and Zelda oh Breath gosh. of the Wild two coming out this fall, and like anyway, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm trying to keep my my hopes down so I'm not disappointed. Yeah. Uh, is that, right, is that right, the Mike. tweets? Keep us, keep What's us rolling, on? keep um, us rolling, Mike. Okay. Let's uh, let's nail down these very last questions. Uh, Persian Druidus wrote in, said, uh, favorite retro game and why? Hmm. Mm. I've, I've already answered oh, this question. You sure did. So. Mike Tyson's punch yeah, out. Yeah, so Chrono not Trigger. punch out. It has to be specifically Mike Tyson's. It's got to be the OG Mike Tyson's okay. punch out. I mean, if you got in a pinch, the regular punch out will work. But mm-hmm. I mean, I just love it because it's it was basically a rhythm game. Yeah. Yeah. Slash boss rush game before that was a thing. Mm-hmm. So and it's and, and you got Mario referee. That's the solid gold. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Uh, you know, and like I did say Super Mario World is the game I would play till the end of time, but that doesn't feel retro enough to me. So I'm going to I'm going to pick Super mm. Mario 3 as my favorite retro game. Ooh, okay, that's a yeah, fantastic game. Yeah, it's so game. good. Yep. Um it's it's the best of the Mario's on the NES, I think. And um I, although Mario 2 is really fun, it's just so different. Um so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with Mario 3. Cool. Nice. Uh, Ethan Goddard wrote in, uh, do you ever listen to music that's outside the game mm. while playing the game? Uh, and if so, it's, do you have any, like, <laughs> you, wrote, you, you have, uh, if so, what game and what music, what associations okay. do you sort of make to that? So I got really, I used to do this way more. I don't do it anymore, okay. really, but I used to, and now I have like these weird games in my past that are a hundred percent associated with albums that I was listening <laughs> to at that same time. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
so I've been playing a lot of the division two and it, there's not a very extensive soundtrack on that game. Um, sure. and so like I've recently been like turning off the music in the division two. Um, and <laughs> I actually, this is so weird. I, I was playing the division two to the Starcraft two soundtrack, which is just <laughs> the strangest. I don't know why I did that, but that's what I did. So yeah, there, there's my answer. Cool. Very nice. Yeah, I I can't remember the name of it now, but there's an instrumental album that I, I like to listen to while playing Limbo. Oh. That it totally fits the aesthetic of that game. Okay. And it makes it, I, for me, it makes it better. Um, but yeah, if, usually if games have a music, like a soundtrack, and it's not super silent like that, then I will, I'll just turn up that music. I, I really, I, I really love to be kind of immersed in the music that was intended for that experience mm-hmm. sure. usually. Yeah. But yeah, I, I know what you mean, Mike. Like I used to listen to just like, okay, computer on repeat while playing final fantasy seven. And so those are <laughs> for sure. linked. Yeah. They're linked in my mind forever. That's an interesting link. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. And the very, very last question, Josh Bailey wrote in and said, what dead gaming franchise is best suited to be revived as a battle royale? <laughs> now, this is so weird. I loved I loved Josh's suggestion, so I have to steal it. Okay, Twi- it. twisted twisted oh metal my royale. Gosh, it's the oh, perfect, it's perfect one. The perfect and, one. And you know, it would be so different than everything else that's out yeah. there. Like a car battle royale game. Oh man, oh man, that'd be amazing. You know, Burnout. Can you imagine like at at the very end when your car's just like barely like wobbling around and you're <laughs> just would be barely so able good. to fight. That'd be so cool. It. Yeah, I'm actually really now, down with that. Burnout Paradise would be another yeah. really fun one. I don't know how they would do like the crazy slow motion stuff, but like you have to crash into all the other cars in like the most spectacular way possible. That would be pretty fun as a battle royale. Yeah, and I don't know this is a dead gaming franchise, but um, Mad Max would be pretty oh. amazing as a battle royale. Interesting. Yeah, like, I can see that. Kind of some some car combat some on foot you know that would be pretty amazing i love it um well there you have it yeah yeah there we go we did it and them's the tweet succeeded (laughs) yeah thank you guys thank you guys so much for writing in that was a lot of awesome questions yeah it really was very good very good so patreon time guys yeah tell me about it. my body is ready so you can back us on patreon.com slash SBFVGS if you like the show, you like what we do, you want us doing more of it. Um, you, $1, if you chip that in, you get early episode access, usually one to three days ahead of the street date. Two bucks gets you access to Patreon-exclusive minisodes. We're about to release another one of those. And uh, $5 gets you access to the video archive and live streams of our recording sessions. So now the now the show is a video podcast for you. So yeah. there you have it. So pretty sweet for the cost of a measly... Big Mac, you too can be watching this one show live Big as we Mac. record it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one Big Mac a month. <laughs> yeah, easy. Yeah. And and you can be chatting live with us, inter- interject questions, um, and goofs, some spoofs, even. Who knows? <laughs> so, you gonna spoof us? There you, <laughs> you, could, you, could, you could start a riff track. Who knows? Oh, a riff track <laughs> to our podcast. That's a great idea. And of course, there are more glorious tears even yeah there's a there's a patreon backer shirt that's going out soon yeah exclusive to the backers so um go to patreon.com slash sbfvgs if you'd like to support us there was madness in any direction
All right. Ooh. It is meat and potatoes time. Topic time. Topic of the night. Topic of topic the fortnight. Topic of the even. day. Because maybe they're listening to it in the Mike, morning. Adam. Topic of the morning. Topic of the morning <laughs> to of you. the morning to you, Mike. my good man. <laughs> Take it away, Mike. So, I've uh, been playing a lot of Sekiro. I don't know if you guys can tell. What? I like the yeah. game a lot. What wait, is what? this game? What is, wait, it's, tell me all yeah, about it. Tell me everything about okay, it. So, I don't know anything about it. Feudal Japan. Okay. The Ishina Territory. Mm, okay. Uh, you start mm. off... No, I'm not going to go into that. That would be ridiculous. <laughs> um, go buy the game. Go play it. No. So, uh, like all from software games, it is uh, in its in its own way exceedingly difficult. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just like with some of the other from from software games when they when they've come out, this this discussion has kind of spawned up. Um, but it feels like to the tenth degree with Sekiro for some reason. Maybe yeah. it's because the game is just so stinking cool and everyone wants to play it. Um, but the the kind of question I, I want to ask you guys it was. Um, should should games all games or games at least like Sekiro should they have uh, an easy mode mm. to make them more accessible to a larger player base does it have one now and no there's no. no difficulty so here's what i'll say with all from software games they usually don't have a difficulty setting oh when you're playing it you're playing it on the easiest mode because there's a new game plus and every time you oh. beat the game it just ramps the difficulty up oh man every time you restart <laughs> Uh, usually up, mm. I, I think secure does up to like seven times. Wow. Um, I so think problem did the same thing. So <laughs> problem <laughs> solved. It does have an it easy does. mode and we're all Thank playing, you all playing listening right everyone. This has been, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so I know you guys aren't playing this game, but, no. um, yeah, not yet. Maybe that ties into some of your tastes. Maybe you don't play it because you feel like it should be more accessible or you'd have more fun if it was more accessible. Um, um <clears throat> yeah. So, and okay. One thing I, I want to get into really, really quickly, cause I think we'll talk about both of these items is that's kind of how the conversation online started with articles and and tweets and things like that. And Mm -hmm. there's been an offshoot about uh, making the game more accessible um, for folks that need actual accessibility options. Mm. So not accessibility in like a wider player base, but more... Yeah, commercial or... yeah, Right, exactly. But but also um, accessibility options for uh, for folks that have... Disabled people, yeah. Different disabilities that that make it harder for them to play games like this. Right. Um, And so... Before we kind of do anything, I definitely want to sit down. Like I'm 100 percent for um, any accessibility options that allow more people to play this game, mm-hmm. um, especially if uh, if there's a disability that that prevents them from playing the game. Um, and and so I think I'm, I'm not an expert in this field, and I feel terrible even talking about it because I don't know <laughs> the details of like what folks struggle with and what they would want. Um, but I think um, at the very least, I would say like all games at this point you know, regardless of whether they have an easy mode or not, uh, I would love to see the ability to always remap my controller buttons, mm. no matter what those buttons are. Let me remap my controller. I think the Xbox one lets you do that. That is super yeah. cool. If it I does. think it's system, like system wide. Setting. I think so. Okay. Uh, and Sony has something similar, I think, but, um, I, I think the hard part is sometimes when you're in game, it's harder to like map those buttons in your brain. Like, okay, well I changed X to this and, and whatever. Mm. Anyway. So like things like colorblind modes and, um, I know Celeste has like amazing like accessibility options about like being able to like actually slow the pace of the game down on the fly mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. if you enable that feature. Um, and so we can certainly go down that road. But the question was primarily about is the game just too stinking hard regardless of who's trying to play it? Yeah. All right. So I, I think I, I'd like to say just as an answer to the question, yes, 
I think these games should have an easy mode, but only if from from software wants to. So because <laughs> okay. like, and so let <laughs> me delve don't. into that a little. So, bit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, let me delve into that because I think it is awesome that that more developers are including accessibility options in their games. Like 100%, Celeste, yeah. like you mentioned, Spider Man, like because some yeah. people have a hard time pushing a button really fast, like tapping a button or right. hitting a button repeatedly for a long time. You know, it's like there's there are various disabilities, mm-hmm. right? It's that we need to kind of you know be be mindful of but mm-hmm. so like spider-man would give options to allow people to autocomplete qtes or to hold a button instead of tapping it in uncharted or something right. like that you know so there's a lot of people are being really smart and conscious about this stuff and i don't think i think it's relatively new right like that whole side of yeah, it yeah accessibility so, I think in general has been making leaps and, and bounds over the last like yeah I want to say over the well, last five years, they've been like, it started with colorblind mode and it's kind of like yeah. continued from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that people who are not disabled, it, it probably just never even occurred to them, you know, in a lot of ways. But like, I, I don't think a lot of people will realize that like, cause we, we work with someone who, whose son is disabled and he, he's, he's in a wheelchair mm-hmm. and he, he's unable to, you know, go out and do, you know, most of the things that we take for granted. So being able to play games is like this enormous outlet for him, you know, and he does, he plays games constantly. And so, I mean, that's, that's something that I think, you know, we all love video games, right. But it is a hobby, you know, and whereas it, it definitely, I think becomes something more to to some people Mm, in in other situations. So, um, yeah, I think I, so from that standpoint, yes, it, it is, the more people you can get your game to and the better. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and I think, um, with this game and with other games that are the hottest thing of, of in this very zeitgeisty, <laughs> sure. you know, it, it is so it, it's got to be really frustrating if you can't physically play it. Yeah. Right? Yep. Like if you if you just couldn't, you can't like or maybe like you even if it's a mental issue and you and you just can't handle like that speed, that reflex time, you know. Um, so, yeah, there's there's a lot there um, that I think is, I think, really a, a great thing, like you're saying, David, that that has come leaps and bounds in the last few years. Yep. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to see publishers like pressuring studios with no. a very specific vision for a game to do something that they feel compromises that vision. So, I, I mean, the like From Software is a great example of the From's been around forever, mm-hmm. but From Software. Uh, you know, before until they made like Demon Souls and through Sekiro and started making these brutally hard games, like from software, that's when they became from software. Right. You know what I mean? Like before that, they did you know uh, you know various games, but like that's w- now you see from software and you're like, oh, I know what this is. Mm-hmm. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be tough, but it's going <laughs> to be like I'm going to be I'm going to beat a boss and I'm going to stand up in my living room in my underwear screaming with victory, you know? <laughs> so like there's, there's definitely um, like, and I can, I can, I actually have not played uh, very much from software games uh, at all, but like, I know that feeling like it's like, you know, it's that old school gaming feeling, right? right? It's that cuphead feeling like more recently. Cuphead is a really good example example. of this. There's, I think few games that can get the dopamine to release like cuphead. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so I'd hate to see like the next time they go to talk to a publisher to make a game, Mm -hmm. 
Um, because I think, I think they've worked with a few different ones now. Like Sony put out two of these games. Uh, I think Bandai Namco put out three, the three Dark Souls games. Mm -hmm. And now you have, uh, is this Activision? Activision, yeah, for Sekiro. Activision, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, um, you know, I'd hate to see it to where From goes to talk to their next publisher or if it's someone else, right? Mm -hmm. And they're, they're like, oh, yeah, but by the way, remember all that, all those people who are angry on Twitter? Yeah, so you have to like, make an easy mode now you're worried that they're going to stand up on stage in front of huey lewis and he's going to tell them that it's just too darn loud <laughs> they're just too darn loud yeah like i i don't want i so i'm kind of libertarian on like as far as creativity goes i want artists to have mm -hmm. their vision and be able to accomplish it and i want as little corporate meddling as possible usually sure so um so with from that standpoint i'm like i just want them to be able to make the game they mm -hmm. want but at the same time the other side of the argument is very valid Right. So, I mean, yeah. it's a nuanced discussion where you're like, I, I, I want people to have their brutally tough thing yeah. that they can be proud that they beat it. And, and they know that anyone else who beat it, they also went through the same grueling grind to mm -hmm. do it. You know, right, right. there's something that forms a community quickly around that. And I think that is a special thing that has made these games blow up the way they have. Yeah. That's no, a really, really good point. Um, so I'm going to just jump in and say, yeah, I'm very bad at video games. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's true. I am very bad at most <laughs> video games. There's a couple that like will click with me like Apex Legends just clicked with me. Um, sure. Mm -hmm. So but on PC, I'm terrible at that game. So um, I historically avoid games that are very hard. Um, mm. Like when I play Starcraft. So, for example, I just played Starcraft 2's first campaign. Um, in mm -hmm. their second one, we talked about this earlier. This is a callback. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I could not beat the last mission and, you know, I spent like two hours on it and I just kept dying and starting over and dying and starting over and like, you know, tried new checkpoints, tried starting from the beginning. I just couldn't beat it. And I got to the point where I'm like, I got mad because in my head, it felt like this game is not honoring my time. You know, like I, mm, I am mm -hmm. playing this game mostly to get through the story because I want to see what happens. Um, sure. And I don't want to have to keep starting over and losing all of this time that I've just spent because my time is precious to me. Um, so, yeah. So because like that, and that's just kind of my reaction to every game that's hard. So I, I just don't play from software games at all. No, I mean... Like like a really good point to to what you're saying, right? Is like God of War, the the most current version, the PS4 version of God of War. Um, mm -hmm. It has like the give me God of War mode, which is like brutally difficult. Mm -hmm. The enemies have these crazy long life bars. Um, yeah, and it also has a mode that's just like I can't remember what it's called, but it basically just I I'm interested in the story. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and so like kind of no matter where you, and it all, all I think there's like three or four options in between those two. Um, so you can kind of just kind of fine tune it to what your interest is. And I think that's a pretty cool thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is cool. Yeah. And I, I've definitely heard uh, some developers like I think it was Cliff Blazinski who said um, you can't make your easy mode too easy. Like if someone wants to play on easy mode, it's because they're not there to be challenged. They want to just experience the, the, the story and see the graphics and hear the music and, mm -hmm. and, and just play around and have fun. Like, sure. so it, it's kind of an interesting difference in philosophy that, that we see. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think maybe, maybe it's a more East, 
east versus west yeah like cultural i think kind of i think there too. are some cultural differences there um i will say i tend to be more drawn to the power fantasy kind of games where by the time you are near the end of the game you feel like an unstoppable superhero mm. force to be reckoned with you sure. know like mm. so i actually the harder the last fight or boss or mission is like the more I'm like, I don't like, I don't, I feel like I'm less of a bad a now than I was at the beginning. (laughs) You know, I should be destroying this guy. I put 60 hours into this. So, yeah. (laughs) Um, so anyway, yeah, it's for me, it's like more of a, like, I want to feel strong. You know, no, I get that. Oh, so sure. so to touch back on the cheating tirade that I gave you this <laughs> earlier in yeah. the episode. So James Davenport from PC Gamer wrote an article oh. uh, that says I beat Se- I beat Sekiro's final boss with cheats and I feel fine. <laughs> so, uh, basically, there's uh, there is an easy mode, but it's only on PC. Is oh. kind of how some people are putting it. Um, you know, the uh, essentially, you know, you there's a mod that allows you to. Um, slow down the 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 fights a little bit, you know, and, and to where it makes it to where your reaction time doesn't have to be so quick, oh. and you actually have a little bit better chance of of parrying and blocking and dodging the way you need to. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that's and so that's where that that tirade I, I was read it a comment came, came from. It was someone quote tweeted that story oh, and said you cheated not only the game but yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't grow, didn't improve. So. And the guy, the guy, Fetus Barry, has come out and said, like, he was being melodramatic. It was kind of a joke mm. because everyone started mocking it. Yeah, yeah. kind of like how The Room by Tommy Wiseau is a joke. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm 100% right. with you. I yeah. think that's exactly how it went down. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I, He might have been totally serious. Yeah, I'm, he might have been. Um, but I, the reason I love that he made that statement was uh, not that I agree with it, but it spawned some of the funniest stinking memes I've seen. Like, oh, they're so good! In, I, I in retweeted forever. one the other day, the, <laughs> the, the Mario, Mario 64, 64 penguin race. Oh sure. my gosh, where you take the shortcut through the side and then the penguin says all that to you. Yeah, <laughs> it's so good. So yeah, oh so my gosh. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think my take on this is I, I really don't care if a game has an easy mode or not because it, it doesn't impact necessarily how I'm going to play the game. If I, I tend to yeah. just play on, if there's difficulty settings, I tend to just play on normal, whatever the, the thing it was going to start out with. That's what I play on. Um, and if yeah, I played a second single time, player, yeah, right? yeah I mean, absolutely. Um, and, and so I don't care if it ends up having an easy mode or not. Um, but when I started to think about it a little bit more, um, th- what I was kind of curious of was what are from, what put from software on the map? Um, and I think it's, the fact that everyone knows their games are just really difficult uh, in, yeah, in a very yeah. particular way. And, and they yeah. take, um, you know, a lot of endurance or they take a lot, you know, to some degree problem solving is, is really what, what it comes down to. Yeah. And I just wonder if the reason they're not interested in doing an easy mode is because the thought is if there's an easy mode and people can kind of breach through the game without that challenge that, that they're going to accustom to, are mm-hmm. people as interested in from software games at that point? Mm, do they lose yeah. their their notoriety? Uh, they, and maybe yeah, that's why they're not interested identity in doing a little it. bit. Yeah, that that's yeah, you know, just something to consider. The, I think as we're talking yeah, about that. And and uh, the game director Miyazaki uh, has given interviews and stuff about their design philosophy mm-hmm. and and just kind of all 
all about letting players experience a sense of accomplishment through overcoming difficulties. So right. <clears throat> like we've been talking about it, it that's that's pretty core to their their experiences. And they build it into the lore, they build it into the like the the whole thing about resurrecting in Sekiro and how it's like uh you know, you don't it's it's like even more uh the story and the and the uh, and the world is reflecting that you're going to die a lot, but you really got to try hard not to. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so yeah, it's, I, I, will, I don't know. I will give them this. I think it's their most uh, accessible game in terms of like how hard is the game. Um, at least for, for, for my take on it, I think it's easier than Bloodborne for sure. Um, some people would probably disagree with that. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's because it's so different, right? In, in Bloodborne and in, in, in Dark Souls, um, dodging plays a huge, huge role in, in those games and it mm-hmm. plays a role in, in Sekiro as well, but not the primary role. Like they really want you to stand your ground and kind of learn their rhythm mechanic. And yeah, I think Sekiro really started to click for me when I started thinking of it as more a puzzle game slash rhythm game, um, than like, uh, uh, action adventure god of war style game okay so mm-hmm. like mike tyson's punch out it's a lot like mike tyson's punch out that's a that's like maybe a perfect <laughs> example of of what this oh. game is like it's it's like you jump in you're gonna you're gonna, the boss is gonna beat you like several times probably before you figure it out mm-hmm. um you before out you figure out what the, what the puzzle is right yeah um, yeah and then even once you sort of have that puzzle it's also about finding that rhythm like okay now he's winding up that big move and just kind of now i gotta uppercut him in the chin and get the star right exactly yeah yeah you know what that that might be one of the best examples i've I've ever heard anyone say is mike tyson's punch out how about parappa Um, the rapper um (laughs) less so (laughs) there's not as much rapping in this one as maybe previous uh from software games oh man dark souls 3 they just rap all over the place (laughs) um but but to kind of take it back for for folks that you know are hearing all this news and and like well you know i played dark souls it's super hard and, and bloodborne super hard um, I think from software has done a lot in this game to make it far more accessible. There's all the traversal, which lets you bypass or like assassinate a bunch of guys instead of having to fight like every mm-hmm. last creature. Um, there is the resurrection feature. So even if you do die, like, and you still had health potions and everything to use and you didn't get to them, um, you can actually resurrect and then kind of keep going. So you almost get like a second chance, which is really, really cool. And, um, there's mm-hmm. lots of bosses that I was really close to. And because I had that resurrect, I was able to finish that fight. Mm-hmm. Um, it has probably the most coherent story of any from, from software game I've ever seen. Wow. There's actual wow. like story and cutscenes and dialogue versus just like picking through items in your inventory and reading the descriptions on them to try to figure out what the heck the game's about. <laughs> um, wow. As much as I love Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Like from software, yeah. like they've, ex- I, I don't want to like harsh them for bad storytelling. I think they have amazing environmental storytelling. And, yeah, and Sekiro is yeah. maybe like their best take at actually telling a story. Um, okay. So I think in a lot of ways they've made their formula a lot more accessible to a wider audience. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. could they do more? Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely sure they could. And, and should they, I'll, I guess I'll have to leave it up to them as far as whether or not they feel like their game is maybe, uh, needing an easy mode for more public accessibility. Um, yeah, but in, in terms of like we talked about at the beginning, accessibility options for, uh, for disabled folks, um, I think that's probably should become non-negotiable at some point. Like there should be like a feature set that's just in every single game, right? Like 
accessibility feature that you check and it has maybe a list of items that you can turn on or off mm-hmm. for your gameplay yeah, session. For sure. And that would be super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So I mean, I even even if they did add like say Sekiro 2 comes out and it has an easy mode on sure. it. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's why platinum trophies exist. Maybe I'll man. play it. You know that's you gotta, that's a really good point. Yeah. You know, if you're if worried you about that, your street cred, which if you're worried about your street cred, because <laughs> I know not, a lot of it is. I I wear my Cuphead finishing Cuphead as a badge of honor. You know, yeah. <laughs> but like, but and I think a lot of from software people do the same. You know, so it's like, um, yeah. But I think I think that's probably where it, the achievements and the trophies come in. It's like, yeah, okay, I platinumed I platinum Sekiro. Well, okay, you obviously didn't play it on easy. You know, right? Sure. Yeah, that's so. and that's a good point. Like if if the argument is coming from and it certainly is, Adam, you're absolutely right. If it's coming from a place of like this elitism, like that I want the game to be as hard as possible so I can feel really good about being one of the few people that completed yeah. it. Like <laughs> right, right. that's not the place we want to be coming from. Yeah. Right. No, I think I think there there's a bit of that out there though. So I I think uh you know Right. And there's certain games, I think, um, where I don't mind that they've made the platinum trophy tied to um the difficulty level. Mm, um, although yeah. I'm always super pleasantly surprised when trophies are not tied to difficulties, so yeah, I can actually yeah. platinum <laughs> them super quick. modes like, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, was yes. it the last of us where you had to like do a bunch uh, of online, yeah. you had to play like 40 hours of the online <laughs> to, yeah. to platinum that game. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's insanity. No, thank Naughty you. Dog is usually, <laughs> Naughty Dog is usually really bad about their trophies. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. They're so good at making games and so bad about their trophies. Mm-hmm. Sure. But anyway. I digress. Yes. Sorry, Josh. Sorry. <laughs> Faithful listener, we know. Faithful listener. Well, I don't think that impacted uh, uh, the Uncharted 4. Uh, I guess I don't think DLC is the right word for this, but. Expansion, um, no. What do you a call Lost it, Legacy, huh? is that what you're talking about? It's Lost, Lost Legacy. Legacy. I'm just trying to like, what? <laughs> I don't it's, know. I guess it's, it's, it's a standalone game. It's its yeah. own game. You're right. Yeah. It's a spinoff. Um, I never looked at the platinum for that one because there's no online oh. feature to that game you better, that get, back. There you better get back there is it, it's, it's the uncharted 4 multiplayer you get that with it too do you oh, yeah it oh, installed I itself i i actually installed that game this is totally off topic but i installed that game the other day i'm thinking about playing through it uh yeah, and it right. installed the uncharted like 4 it. multiplayer as it's well it's a good Super, game it is a good, good game. game yeah yeah but yeah to put a bow on it mike take us home um to put a bow on it i don't care if skira has an easy mode or not um if they do one that would be super cool i guess for the folks that want it um i'm having a ton of fun with the game as is and i think everyone should go buy it it's an amazing game all right all right i won't i won't be playing it show plugs for all Whoa. that was nice <laughs> I've, i just my spirits have been know, lifted <laughs> i the the moment took me there guys. Yeah. yeah so i did it it's beautiful all right so time to plug our pals at the cooperatives play oh mm-hmm. If you like gaming, co-op, and co-op gaming, check out the cooperatives. <laughs> they are a nerdy couple who host chill streams three times a week from 7 p.m. Central to 9.30 p.m. Although I think right they now, took a week off last week because they were yeah. very, oh, yeah. very they, they sick. A, Both a little of them. sabbatical. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. yeah. And I will say, they've been, been playing, playing that Sekiro. I was going to say, that is maybe their least chill stream. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it's possible to have a chill stream playing a game like Sekiro. It's just not. No, no. But yeah, so check them out at uh, twitch.tv slash the cooperatives play. So twitch.tv slash the cooperatives yeah. play. Or you can check them out on Twitter at let's cooperate. There you go. It's a good Twitter go. handle. Um, yeah, real good. Real I want to. Just at throwing a little plug. Um, I've Ooh, been working on a, uh, a a separate YouTube channel called uh, mm-hmm. Beyond the Backlot, where I've been mm-hmm. creating it's very good visual effects recreations of old 1980s movies. But the whole it's basically we've got two episodes up right now. One of the first one was about the Goonies, which Adam mentioned earlier. Oh, uh, so and good. the mm-hmm. second episode was about Back to the Future. Uh, and they basically go yep. to shooting locations that these movies shot at and like explore like kind of the geography a little bit and like try to recreate shots from the movies like as they look now and it's it's just fun it's a fun time and uh we're trying to get some uh, yeah like i was blown away that the high school was in whittier that was like that's like really not far from us oh really yeah yeah that's a bit you should go go do a pilgrimage this is back to the future i know it it actually that was the back to the future episode yeah i was watching it the other day i was like man this is like a lot of this stuff's really close to us go see strickland's house because we're so close to (laughs) hollywood it's Hollywood. Right. You guys are big time <laughs> Tinseltown top dogs. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's called Beyond the Backlot. It's on YouTube. It's on Facebook. Uh, give it a give it a give it an old subscribe. Yeah, it's, it's a really it's a really cool show. Yeah, yeah, I can vouch for it. It is very Thanks. very entertaining. I'm liking it a well, lot. Thank you. And the shots that you guys are recreating are so cool. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys did the recreated the restaurant shot in the Goonies yeah, episode I, because the cabin where the kids was are walking up to the restaurant. It was a set that w- yeah. that doesn't exist in location. So I just made it put it there just dropped it in <laughs> uh, yeah it's pretty awesome and then the uh they recreated the twin pines mall shot where the from, where the delorean uh, disappears the in like a puff of backwards explosion basically yeah <laughs> that's pretty great so yeah very very cool stuff um once more oh beyond, beyond the, the back, back lot, lot. Uh, just search for yes. beyond the back lot on youtube or or facebook and you'll find it yeah it's a good time so, and also you can keep up with us, of course, at sbfvgs.com. That's where you can find links to our episodes, social media, our Twitch channel, merchandise, and more. And of course, like I said before, if you like what we do, you want to see us doing more of it. The best ways to support the show are patreon.com slash sbfvgs, twitch.tv slash sbfvgs. You can uh, subscribe there or just leave us a delightful iTunes review. Mm-hmm. You know, we much appreciate all of those things. Delightful. And of course... Very special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and for his handsome face. You can follow us on Twitter at SBFEGS Podcast. I'm on there as well. Barry White, B U R Y W I T E. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. Hi. And of course, feel free to friend me on PSN. Barry White on there as well. Uh, let's play some Apex Legends, you know? Yeah. Get crazy. Let's get crazy. Get, him, get yeah. Adam a win. He needs one. Get me a win. <laughs> I want to ride your coattails. There you victory. go. <laughs> uh, and I want to say one more thing. We are streaming a yeah. little bit more often on Twitch now. Mike is working on getting a streaming set up yeah. as well so he can do Jackbox nights more often. Mm-hmm. Um, so look for us on there. Like, subscribe on Twitch. We'll, we'll be on. We'll be there. So We'll be. Yeah. If we'll you want to hang out with us while we play video games. All right, Which and why, that's why all the time we you? have. Uh, 
that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 119. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more podcast party time talk on gaming. Hit us up with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. See you guys. This episode, this episode is brought to you by Coors Live. Is that oh what you're drinking? Gosh, is that what you're drinking? Yeah. How oh, dare you? <laughs> I tapped the Rockies, baby. I tapped the Rockies! <laughs> this is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.